Okay, so today we're going to talk about um, the book, How Dare the Sun Rise. Um, we have read the first 11 chapters, and we're going to just discuss those today. Um, yeah, so the book begins with um, Sandra describing um, a very traumatic event that happened to her while she was living in in Africa and how her little sister died. And it's kind of a shock just to begin the book. How do you guys feel about the way she started the first chapter with that? I thought it was a little different that she decided to start the book with the actual traumatic experience which the book came from. But I then realized after we read the first chapter, um, it was a little different chronologically. And I think it really did make sense for her to put the real event um, in the beginning so it could, um, the rest of the story could build up to when the event actually happened again. Yeah, I agree. I really like the way that she um, that she started it like that. In the first few chapters of the book, Sandra talks about um, her family and the life she and her family had before um, this event happened. So one of the questions we came up with was, um, does everyone in this group have a large family? Um, can you relate to Sandra and her relationships? So what do you guys think? Hear me now. I have a really large family, so I can somewhat relate with just everyone's like really close and we may not want to be close, but it's kind of, we just are. Um, yeah, so I don't have a lot of family here in Las Vegas, but I have a really big family in Mexico. And whenever I go visit there, everyone's super close. Our houses are pretty pretty close to each other. We live in like a rural area, so um, all the houses are kind of like on the same large land. And it's everyone just like comes to each other's houses whenever we want. And, um, and like we share like the same dogs that run around there. And it's it's really fun. I like having a large family there but it's really different from being here sandra talks a lot about her relationship the difference between her relationships between her siblings closer in age and the siblings that are further in age um what do you guys really think about it or can you relate to that Uh, yeah, so she talked about how she was kind of closest to her brother that was around the same age as her, and her older sister, she really idolized her, and her very oldest brother actually was not, um, she wasn't very close to because he was kidnapped at a young age, and yeah, she wasn't able to be close with him. I don't think I could relate. I only have, a f I only have like a few, one sibling, 
and it's a younger one. <laughs> so I find it interesting how she actually was like kind with like her siblings because a lot of us I know don't exactly like our siblings and we just tend to think of them as annoying or just bothersome. I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, when I go to Mexico, I'm the youngest cousin, so, and I always looked up to the older girls. I thought they were so cool, and I really just wanted like just to be just like them. And um, the older boys, I wasn't really close to any of them, but one, he always called me like his little sister, and um, yeah, I think it's um, they treated me really nicely. But my sister, my I have an older sister, and she and I don't get along with her all the time, and. When we go there, they don't get along with her as much. And I think it just kind of depends, I guess. And because I was younger than everyone else, they were kind of like, oh, nice to me or whatever. But <laughs> I don't think that, I, that um, you know, it's really common to be super friendly with your siblings. It's, I mean, you, they're always your family, right? But it's getting along with them is a different story. While we were on the topic of Sandra's older brother that got kidnapped, um, Sandra also mentions that um, a lot of people or a lot of people in the area, it, w- it was common for them to kidnap young boys for the military or girls for marriage. Um, so how do you guys really think about that? Because um, this is really common and it's not common here in the U.S. Yeah, um, I think we can get on with that just really quickly before we finish talking about what we were talking about before. Jessica said in the chat that she can't relate to having a close relationship with her siblings. And she thought it was weird how she was so close to her older siblings when they were six years older. She said that um, she always wanted to have overprotective siblings. And it's sweet to see how that happened in this story with Sandra and her siblings. Okay, now we can go on to what you said, Abigail. Yeah, okay, so the question was that um, Sandra talked about how it was really common for um, young children to be kidnapped for either the military for the boys or girls for marriage. And especially for the girls, um, the people who kidnapped them, they made them feel like feel ashamed so they wouldn't go back to their own family. Um, so what did you really think about this? Like, how did, you, how did it make you feel at, or, com- or what did you think about when compared to our own society here? I mean, I thought it was a bit unfair, honestly, because some of the girls who were being given out to be married were probably about 13 or 14, really young. And, like, people at that age, most most of them, like, like when, we're, when we were, like, 12 or 13, no, no one knows what's going on. We're still kids. We still, we still act like kids. We're still, like, we're not mature enough. And I really don't think it's right to have people who are... Yeah, like, basically, like, to still have the mentality of, like, someone who's young to be just sold off to another family. Same with people, same with the boys being sent out to war. They're, like, wait, like, way too young. They're not mature enough to handle violence. So I think it was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's, like, really cruel that they kidnap the girls just to force them into, like, marriage and make them feel too ashamed to go home and go back to their family. It's, like really bad and also for the boys like when they get kidnapped to be forced to go into like that it's like also really bad yeah i agree completely it's 
roast what they did to the girls and it's like and it was seen as something that was pretty normal there and like um sandra said how her brothers would protect her sisters from that um yeah um, jessica said that she can't imagine um her siblings being like kidnapped and forced to do terrible things and it upsets her that it was normal and why doesn't anyone put awareness to these situations and i agree completely it shouldn't have happened and i think it's we saw how it impacted her brother how he was like traumatized and they just like used him to um you know like used they just used him to um be a soldier and then when they were done with him they just left him um relating back to like the marriage culture um in africa um sandra talks a lot about um how her mother and father got married pretty young and her mom's only job basically when they got married was to pop out children. And it was also pretty uncommon for her mom to be educated for as long as she was. So um, how do you think this like impacted the way that the, their mom and dad brought up their family and how they um, valued education? I think, well, obviously, they prioritized education a lot more. Um, and they probably wanted to make sure that they didn't go through the same thing that they did. Like, um, like how Sandra's mother, because she was so young, she obviously, she obviously struggled to give birth. And so she probably didn't want, like, for her children to go through the same, like, shame and humiliation that she did. Like any parent would. Yeah, I really like how um, her parents are really different from the other kinds of parents there. Like, they would think differently. They actually want them to have good education. Like, they think it's good to do that. But, like, other people there would, like, not. They would follow, like, the, um, like, what everyone thinks. Like, the traditions and stuff. Yeah, I agree that her parents are, it's good that they're different and they actually value education, especially for their daughters. And um, um, they weren't necessarily the situation we were talking about before where a girl is kidnapped and forced into marriage. Um, it was more so that it was an arranged marriage, I believe, that between her parents. Um, but they were um, interested in each other. And, you know, it, it would, they, they did it because they had to. But in the end, they were happy with it, you know. So I think arranged marriage is a really um, weird topic. And it's weird to say if it's right or wrong, especially if they agree to it, you know. Yeah, I think it's definitely di different from our culture. So it's harder for us to um, really wrap our minds around it. Um, so... Another part of their culture that they talked about was um, how their community was really close. Um, Sandra talks a lot about um, how random people would show up to her house for food and they'd be welcome no matter what. And I think one of the things Sandra talked about that her mom said was that every person or everyone is a person no matter what they look like, what they smell like, something like that. And I thought that was really touching. Um, how did you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think it was really sweet. I think her mom was referencing the homeless people and saying how anyone was welcome at their table, you know, no matter um how they how they looked and like you said how they smelled. And I think it was really sweet and I'm glad her her mom at least was like that. Um maybe that's not representative of everyone who lived there, but <clears throat> her family was definitely very nice. 
and she said that um when people were hungry you know they came and ate with them and in return when they needed something they would go to their neighbors and the neighbors would help them so um, it's i think different because i don't know what you guys but i don't really talk to my neighbors um <laughs> i barely know who they are even though i've lived in the same neighborhood for like basically my whole life and um yeah i i'm and it's cool to see how they help out each other a lot. Yeah, I feel like um, Sandra's like mom is like really kind-hearted, and she genuinely cares for everyone. And no matter who they are, she like she would welcome them and make them feel welcomed, I guess. And I feel like where Sandra lived, like everyone was close, and they just like no one like hated each other. Everyone shared food and like. It was just, like, really nice, I guess. But, like, nowadays, like, you don't really... I mean, like, not everyone gets along with their neighbors or talk to them. Like, I don't really know my neighbors either, so... Yeah, you can tell that everyone in their culture really cares about each other. And they really honor their culture and they care about everyone. So, good to see. Jessica said in the chat, she said, um, Sandra also mentions the school hard ways, um, like how you'd receive a beating if you didn't know an answer and if you were late. Um, what do you think about that? And just to add on what she said, she also, Sandra mentioned that um, they would like come in late and they would either be beat or they would have to walk to the classroom like on their knees. And I think it's definitely like a stricter um, way to learn. And I don't know about you guys, but my grandparents said that they were also hit, you know, when they were young in school. So um, I think it's not that far off from our culture, but um, yeah, they are definitely stricter. And, um, yeah. Yeah, um, my parents, they went to school, not in the U.S., but if they didn't follow directions, they were slapped with a ruler or something of that sort. Yeah, I definitely think. I think it's pretty amazing that Sandra valued school as much as she did with the harsh atmosphere that they had to um, that they had to live with. Um, and she always thought it was really important, especially the um, proclamation day. I think it was when their grades were announced. Like that was really important for all of the kids in their family. I think it was. I think it was pretty amazing for all of them to actually have liked school, even though they had to endure the consequences of getting things wrong. Yeah, I think it was just kind of normal for them, you know, like, um, like she still really liked school, even though that happened. And I think it's, it just goes to show that that was normal. And I don't think it was like super bad. I don't, I don't ever think that it's right, you know, but like, it probably wasn't um, too bad if they, if she still enjoyed school and she did well in school. Um, so yeah, so even though, sorry, um, even though um, um, 
there's a lot going on in Sandra's life and she's witnessing like a lot of things happen. She still very much values education and she um, is definitely a smart student. She said she's always in the top three in her class. And I think it's good to recognize that. And it's something that, I don't know about you guys, my parents like often reference me how like things used to be way more difficult and they had to do school too. I think we definitely live in a different time now where that's not always applicable applicable to like our situations. But I think it's good to see how much she valued that and it's a little bit motivational for me to hear at least um, that she cared so much about school. Yeah, Sandra still really loved school and even though like the education was really strict and it was really like hard. Like, um, and I'm like really glad to hear that she still enjoyed education and stuff like around that time because I know like my parents told me that they also got like really strict learning um, before and they would get beat for like um, almost everything. Sandra also talked about how it was common for, um... oh, let's go back. Okay. Jessica talks. Jessica is talking about um how the strictness of the schools helps shape who she really is. I agree with that. I think that um the way that school was taught for them was really shaped her character and her beliefs and what uh what she stood for really. Yeah, she said she went to a good school and she liked putting on her uniform and going and um yeah. So I think that it definitely. She doesn't represent everyone in that place where she's from because she said that she did go to her nice, like, private school. And I'm sure there was some worse schools, you know, that, like, probably weren't as great in that area in that time. Moving on from that topic, um, I wanted to speak on the fact that Sandra often mentions that um, war and disputes are really common. She mentions that they moved up and out of their house multiple times for the actual um, incident that happened in the first chapter happened. And what, what do you think about um, how, like, what do you think about why they thought that um, war was pretty common for them and how it made their daily life feel compared to like what we're used to? Um, yeah, I think a lot of strange things were really normalized, like the kidnapping, and, and like she said, she would like hear bombs sometimes, but um, it was just pretty normal, and you know, and there was a couple of times she mentioned that they like moved out of their house and like went to live with their grandparents or just lived somewhere else for a moment um, and then went back to normal, so I think it's, you know, um, it's really different to hear that, because we don't experience stuff like that in the U.S. And I think it's, I mean, we can say, like, how strong she is, but it's its so weird that that's just normal for her, you know, <laughs> that she had to, she grew up in thinking that stuff was normal. It's just very different from what we have here. Yeah, I agree with that, because um, in one part of the book, she describes how, like, all these awful, awful things were, happening to her uh, while on her childhood, but she also says that um she enjoyed her childhood, even though there was like all these bad things around her, she enjoyed her child childhood and she cared about her childhood. 
and it was definitely one of the best like parts of her life, you know. Um, yeah, Jessica said in the chat how she said that her family was poor but happy. And I agree that, like, um, it was kind of cool to see in that time that, like, even, like, that they were able to create these really great um, communities that, where everyone helped each other and they were able to, like, thrive, even though it's so, it's so different from what we see. But they were still happy and, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, Jessica added that, um, that ties into um that money can't buy you happiness and i agree yeah even though like they were they live in like like kind of poorly it was like um she was like raising a really good family like that loved her and um her neighborhood was like really like her her village was like really nice too and everyone was nice and it was just like that shape who she really is Yeah, so I think it's um, cool to see how her situation was, um, and she was still really happy, and it's, it's really cool to kind of see how, that, how her whole community worked together, and um, I think it's definitely important to um, recognize that, that she still was really happy and content with her life, you know, she wouldn't want to, to have moved or like anything like that if it wasn't for some of the bad things like the wars and stuff. Yeah, she also had a monkey named Kiki. She was cool. Wait, what happened to the monkey after um after the um what's it called? <laughs> uh yeah, so she had her monkey. I think it's cool to see that she was able to have a pet that wasn't like a normal pet. And, like everyone in the US has like dogs or cats, or, like guinea pigs or fish or something. It's cool to see that she had like a, a pet monkey. And yeah, um, but after she left, uh, she never saw her monkey again. So that's kind of sad. But I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Oh. Actually, it was, it's probably not fine anymore. But um, it was probably fine at the moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone came and picked up. It's cute how she said that um, when she came, her, her monkey knew her schedule. So when she came home from school, it would be waiting for her. And Jessica said, yeah, they had to abandon him during the evacuation.
Okay. So I I think that's it for today's podcast. We talked about the first 11 chapters um, in the book, How Did the Sun Rise? 